a Jesus Cristo, a Nossa Senhora. Eu saí da Bahia pra jogar capoeira de Angola. Me Hi there, guys. Welcome to Grupo Sanzelos Podcast. I'm your host, Mestre Pedro. And this is our episode number 38. So on today's episode, I'll be sharing a conversation that I did with a good friend of mine, Mestre Casquinha, someone that I met through Capoeira uh, about 20 years ago. And uh, he, he, was, he arrived the same year um, as I did here in the UK. And he has an amazing you know, story uh, with, with Capoeira. You know, Capoeira opened so many doors for him. I think, you know, in a way, if you think like that, it's a, it's a pretty common a capoeira story, but you know his uh, story involves like raising to the challenge, believing in himself, you know, trusting his gut, the instinct, and and I think it's a very it's an inspiring story and, and a story that is needed to be told mostly on the days that we we are going through right now. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Afterwards, just let me know your thoughts in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe and to share with your friends. Enjoy. I share. Hi there, guys. Welcome to Grupo Senzalas Podcast. I'm your host, Mestre Pedro. And today I'm going to be talking with an old friend of mine, uh, Mestre Casquinha. He's not as he's old. He's old because it's 20 years that we've been, been around. No? How's it going, my man? Good, man. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys and everybody who is listening to us today. And, uh, I mean, we are far away from each other because of everything that's happening in the world, but we are connected and technology is amazing because it connects us in where we are, you know? So everything is good. Everything yeah, is great. Excited to be here, that's... to see you again. It's been a long time. Yes, my man. Uh, it's really it's it's uh, been a challenging year, and uh, at the same time, you know we have I I try to focus on what I could do, and it's amazing to have this this uh, platform here, Zoom. All my my classes are, are working on Zoom, and I'm doing also meetings. We've been doing meetings within the group, and lots of conversations happening. And uh, and uh, thanks to that, like before, I never heard of Zoom, and now it's here, and you know you can stream live. is is really good, even though the internet doesn't really help so much. The internet the... sometimes gets stuck. For me as well, the Zoom are, are unbelievable. Uh, it helped me a lot because uh, all my classes now that had to go through to online, um, I'm using the uh, the app, um, and you know it's just. But you know overall, it's just amazing to see how much uh, the people got together within the, 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 pandem the pandemic and, um, you know, just really got together and helping the Capoeira community and doing the classes and everything that surrendered the masters and the events, you know, every, everybody thought that would be impossible to do such a thing. But um, it's act actually happening. We are now here in Cyprus. We're going through our second, second lockdown. And uh, I went with my class again online because I couldn't, we could not get out to the, from seven o'clock, nobody can go out in the road. Otherwise there is a fine to pay. Nobody want to pay a fine of 3000 euro because you're in the road. So yeah. uh, I'm doing my class through online and, and I hope this time I open for to all over the world and uh, I have a lot of people join the classes. And uh, so it's really nice to see the support of the Capoeira community and see how much people are getting together. 
to overcome the difficult times, the difficult times, you know? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I know that online, at least my experience has been that uh, online class, it's not for everybody. You know, a lot of people, a good, a good percentage of the students don't really have the space, you know, or they already work all day in the computer. They don't, their relationship with the computer, they, they want to break away from that. And I, I understand yeah. that. Um, but also, yes, I mean, I the guy in Iran, now he's, he's joining the army, so he cannot really be, he's working for the army. But he, you know, in the first three months, he trained more with me than in the 10 previous years. You know, so this, this possibility of, of, of getting <coughs> together for those who can take this opportunity is, is uh, it's amazing. It's, it's truly amazing. But what I, what I, I, I wanted to... to to take this opportunity for you also to, you know, for people who might know you, you you come from the city of Guaratinguetá, the same city as uh, Mestre Poncianinho that I, I had uh, a couple of, a few weeks back. We just did his uh, launch, the, the podcast I did with him. And uh, yeah, it would be good because you, you come from Cordon de Ouro, now you have your own Capoeira Academy in Chipre. It would be nice to, and, and I don't know how many people you know, maybe your students already know, maybe some of them don't know, but uh, I would like to, to focus on, on the chance, you know, like not on the chance, on, on those key moments in, 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 your, in someone's life that makes a, a massive change, right? Because you were basically, you came abroad for, because of a, of a, a chance of destiny, right? If you could talk about this and, and, and how you actually <coughs> got into, yeah, to Europe. Now, oh my God, if I would take you, I'll have to take everybody back to a journey in um, 1986 or 1987, 86, 87, when I started Capoeira. I made a decision back then. I made a decision back then that would change my life forever. And I, I didn't know that when I did that decision then, which was decide to do capoeira. Uh, I seen capoeira previously when I was six, six years old or whatever. And I always wanted to do capoeira, but I never had the chance to do. So I come from um, uh, a program between the academy and the government. So it was a, co was a community service and was a, um, how do you call it? Solidariedade, né? It was a program of- yeah. Uh, Solidarity, yeah. Uh, solidarity, charity program organized by the capoeira school and the government. And I am one of those kids among hundreds of kids who started Capoeira. I have kids and friends of mine in that community who had uh, either passed away already because of drugs or in prisons. And I luckily, in a way, made out of that using Capoeira as a tool to escape from that oppression, escape from the periphery, from um, uh, low class uh, in fact, I, I would say to get away from the statistic. So the statistic of kids in my age back then in the place where you're born would be either grow up if you have no family structure, of course, if you have no parents that could guide you, you would probably end up on the streets using drugs, selling drugs, whatever, carrying guns and doing that kind of thing. But yeah. I found Capoeira very early in my life. Uh, I was seven years old when I saw this opportunity because it was an opportunity that I didn't understand at the time. I just liked 
what capoeira represents. Yeah. I like the movements and the the musicality of capoeira. And all of that made me fall in love with that. I mean, I was just seven years old and I remember saying to my mom, I want to do this. I want to do this. And she said to me, sadly, oh, let's find out how much it is. I mean, you know how it's, so, it's no yeah. lower class in Brazil. Uh, Money-wise, unfortunately. Issue, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, at some point, I remember my mom came to my house and she said, do you know that thing you want to do the capoeira? If you go down to this house there, they are doing a registration for you to take part on this new program and it's free. Wow. And, and uh, it's, uh, it's important to point out to people that Guaratinguetá, you know, it's the city we, that's kind of halfway between Rio and Sao Paulo. Literally. And, it's a and, kilometer yeah. 283 between yeah. 500 kilometers. And it's, it's just beside the biggest cathedral, you know, I think in Brazil. And, and it's, it's basically it's a twine city with, with, with the, the other city. Uh, uh, that has a cathedral, but it's a factory of capoeiristas. You know, it's a, it's a, I think from from Casquinha's time, there was more people doing capoeira in the in the city than judo. You know, it was like, and there is an amazing capoeirista. Casquinha and and Poncianos is uh, one of the generation, but before them, there was amazing capoeirista. After them, I'm sure there are also like still a lot of capoeiristas and and. Uh... Mas Antonio is a is a is a he's a great mestre and above all he's an, a great um, gestor de pessoas. He knows how to manage people. Manage people. Um, he's um, because I lost my father very young. I was 13 when my father passed away. So Mesenton became for me that- The father figure. The father figure. And he have that father male figure that you look up to be like, to want to, you know, I mean, like any capoeira, like all the capoeira masters, they have that father figure, that father inspiration that I want to be like him with his ideology and, and all that. And above all, of course, he was a great, he is a great capoeira mestre and knows how to teach capoeira for many. So before my, my group of capoeiristas, it was <clears throat> a big group from Guaratinguetá who went, for example, to the Oba Oba, which was one of the biggest yeah, show. capoeira shows outside Brazil. And eight capoeiristas, eight capoeiristas was from Guaratinguetá. Yeah. Imagine. So I, almost I half of the, the guys, group of... Yeah. I remember once we had uh, in my house, they came for an event. It was, uh, I forget now, Emerson, Kaká, uh, Coruja, and there was another Carlinhos. one. Carlinhos. Yeah. No, Carlinhos didn't go. Like, because those four, they stayed in my house. And, and I remember Emerson, he was doing those Mortal Carpado, you know, that you go like you, yeah. as you're going to do a backflip, but you don't put a hand. And I took them to Prainha. And the guy did like 12 in a row on the wet sand, you know, and people just freaked out. And, you know, so like it was that kind of, I remember that also when I went to the first workshop with the first batizado there and just the, the, this memory of arriving there in this gym with five hodas, you know, one just with kids, <coughs> one just with women, one just with special need kids, another one with, with just, uh, 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 graduados and another one with with you know just a mixed one but it was like massive a massive party and and the show that they put together you know they used to put like 13 i don't know how many people hugging together and this guy would go and run and boom 
and jump, and jump over. over them and like roll on the floor. Like there was no mats, no, no anything. It's like <laughs> no, but the show was amazing. The show was amazing. Yeah, and Joe, those events yeah. in Guaratinguetá, Mesenton, look how crazy. Huh? If we think about it. It was an event like I had a I have a photo somewhere with an uh, an a grading at the um at, you know those in, indoor courts basketball courts for yeah. let's say five thousand people watching and it was yeah. full full yeah, of that's, people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This is the, the memory watching. that I have. And the event was over one thousand five hundred capoeiristas in the court. Yeah. So was it was imagine huh? a gymnasium full of like six thousand people, five thousand people watching a capoeira event, and this was next was next level, amazing, yeah. amazing how it was. But so but I, I come from. Yeah. So I I wanted to say is because I, I want you to talk about the specific moment. Of course, that wanting to do capoeira was essential. But you were a capoeirista. You were probably on your, I would say you were probably like twenty then. I would imagine, and and the uh, Master Poncionil was coming to work on a boat with somebody else, and 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 by chance, that ended up being you. If you could go through that, man, you cut, you cut. I I didn't I didn't hear because you cut. No problem. <laughs> I was saying that uh, on on when you were 20 and you were about Master Poncionil, then he was a 20 year old. He was coming on the boat uh, to do right. show, yeah, on the ship. And then the, the the other partner that end up being in you, and you, that was totally by chance, right? Totally by Ponsani was in a in a cruise ship um, cruise with ship, another yeah. friend, uh, with um, Carlinhos actually, and then Carlinhos at some point of the the contract he left the the cruise, and they need another capoeirista. And Mese Antonio asked me, uh, there is this opportunity. Would you like to go to a cruise ship to work with Ponsani there to do a capoeira show? And I was like. What an amazing opportunity to, to take and go. So I decided to go and it happens like this. Mas Antonio told me on Monday, on Thursday I was leaving. Like four days. I went, I did my passport uh, in one day. I arranged everything and I ended up on the ship. We were, I was 17 years old, 17 to 18. I remember my 18th birthday. I was in Fernando de Noronha. Minimas Ponsianinho on the on the cruise ship on the boat and um, and then from there on is when everything starts with for me like to leave Brazil in the sense of learning a new language for me the cruise ship was um, was a life university I stayed we stayed there two years we had to learn how to relationship have to you know relationship manager. Yeah speak to people be able be a good speaker because we are we are 24 7 on uh, passers uh, watch so we could every single time people would looking at us we need to be a performer you know an yes. artist inside the ship and i was just 17 i was a kid you know i was just uh, okay. 17 so 18 was, years was... old but we were doing so many things Go on. That, so so that was uh, it was earlier than I thought. So you how long did you 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 knew when you were going? How long you were going for? We went we went for two years. It was a two years contract. But uh, I, we so we did I did uh, one summer. It was two summers in Brazil and two summers in Europe. So we we stayed in Brazil in the in the summer and then when we finished the summer in Brazil we do crossing. 
from Brazil to, to Europe. So you stop in Africa, we do a crossing 14 days from Recife to Cabo Verde in Africa. And then you stay in the Mediterranean for another summer. And then you go back the same thing, go back to Brazil, to the Latin Americas. Because when you go back to Brazil, the ship was doing not only Brazil, we were going down to Uruguay, Argentina, all the way down to the, to the close to the pole and then go back up all the way to Recife and then going down again, all the way down to Uruguay, all those places, and then going back up again. So we did this for six months, for the whole summer, you know, five, six months, and then go back to Europe again. And in Europe, we did Barcelona, we did Greece, we did Italy, we did... All over. All over, all over, all over. We did Southampton in England. <laughs> we, you know, all over the place. And it was awesome, wasn't it? It was a beautiful experience of... Learn. And then Ponciano, and then we left the ship. And then in 2000, Ponciano went to, to England because he was already with Louise, his wife. His wife yeah. They met at the cruise ship. And he called me and said to me, Mano, there is an opportunity for you to come here. And here we can make big. We can do capoeira. We can do shows. We can do this and this and this. And then I was like, yeah, awesome. Before going to the England, before going to England, me and Ponciano, we almost, almost end up in Disney. We almost end up wow. in Disney. Were in there. We were, was a stunt, a Brazilian stunt inside Disney. And they want capoeiristas there. And me and Poncianin almost went to Disney. But then didn't work out to go to Disney. And then we end up going to, to, to London. And then London was amazing. London was... was yeah, that's, was that's where we met, I guess. Uh, that's where we met. No, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really, you know, interesting that, you know, if, if Carlinhos didn't walk <laughs> out, you wouldn't have be, been, and everything would have been different, and, and that's... Definitely, uh, definitely. But you know what? Um, yeah. Uh, I had, uh, when, uh, when you, you need to, to believe on your abilities to make it happen. Yeah. So you must believe in your ability in making it happen, meaning I... Inside me, I remember because the guy from Guaratinguetá, we had the experience of from the old guys went to the Oba Oba show. Yeah. So I remember saying to myself, if there is two things I wanted to, and I remember thinking this when I was 12 years old. I either want to be like these guys, I want to travel the world. I remember thinking this, travel the world with capoeira, traveling the world with capoeira, doing this. Or if I stay in Brazil, I'm going to pursue music. I'm going to write and I'm going to sing and I'm going to there and I'm going to make big music. I remember having those thoughts when I was 12 years old. I remember where I was, the person I was speaking with. And I remember saying this to the person. If I stay here, this is what's going to happen. And if I go, this is what's going to happen. I remember yeah. saying this to myself. And such a young age, without understanding what I, what I was doing, I had that... Inside me, I was telling yeah, myself what I was yeah. gonna do. Yeah, in a way, in a way, <laughs> me, I, I was the same. I, I, I never really knew what I want, what I wanted to do, but I kind of was very strong on what I didn't want to do, you know. And and the capoeira opened this this window of not just having a, a, a connection with. 
a part of the city, uh, you know, a part of the population, because you know how Brazil is, it's, it's, uh, it looks all very happy from outside, but if you live there every day, it's, it's kind of segregated in a way, and you know, if you are from a social, a certain social level, you wouldn't mix with the guys from the other place, and Capoeira yeah. actually allowed me to, I was born in Capoeira, so from a very early age, I was like, okay, Capoeira is this, and then you, I, you look at the TV, and you would look another reality, and I would look out of my window, I would see another reality, and that really formed who I am today, but I also wanted, I wanted to, to travel, that was the thing. I always wanted to to travel and get to know different places and. and but you is... you used you I think you and like myself we we both we used and many né? we we all used capoeira as not only as a tool but as a bridge yes, to connect sure. to us to a thought a dream to a reality. So we use the capoeira to come from this point here to this point there. We yeah. use as a bridge, and of course, in that bridge, we use cap we use the capoeira as a tool in order to get there. Not yeah. only as a bridge, but to get there as a catapult, as to to impulsionate us to get to where we want to get to it. But on, this only happened to you, only happened to me, only happened to Poncianinho, only happened to people who, from the earliest age believed we believed that we was we were capable of make it happen that's what yeah. i'm saying to you the uh, the majority of the people they don't believe because they they are in a comfortable zone and what is to be in a comfortable zone being yeah, a comfortable you, you, you zone you don't get challenged not this... only this is to be in a comfortable zone is to procrastinate is to be lazy in in brackets is when you are in comfortable zone, you're comfortable. You don't want to move from there, right? Yeah. Even if that means, if even if that's unconscious, we were unconscious. We were unconscious, not in a comfortable zone. We didn't want to be there. We knew we want we want to have more. I want to do more. Also, the 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 environment, right? Like you 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 had like amazing examples, you know, from guys that are older than you that were doing amazing definitely, stuff. Definitely, definitely. You know, you you grew up in that environment of the <coughs> energy of the Hoda, and you know, for it's it's a uh, it's one of the things really when I I start teaching here in Europe, and to see and witness the transformation of the student, you know, when they arrive how they, you know, and how they start doing capoeira, you know, things change, something clicks on them, you know, uh, uh, but we grow up with that, we grow up with that energy, the thing of sweating, the, the thing of seeing how the Hoda can transform from, you know, being a good energy to more intense energy, and, and how, you know, people deal with the violence sometimes, and, the, you know, so we, we this is, is I think it, it makes us much more, likely to 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 challenge because we already the environment is a challenging environment if you take somebody else from, wow this energy it's it's amazing to go in there so i think we already take for granted a lot of things that is is in a harder that definitely pushes to okay we we can do you know i want to do more and also there is it's it's a it's a very important thing that you you were saying is that you need to to understand that, you know, there is no guarantees of, oh, 
we're gonna do this is gonna work no. but you cannot have the fear of trying and if you don't you know what I mean? because there is like a kind of a consensus like you know if you're gonna try to do something new i mean i always I, I I I like to tease people and I like to tease you, you know, like because you used to make the songs and like, oh man, I said, what are you singing this? And I, and I would <laughs> wind you up, but you know, maybe your your first songs were not the best, but you should Definitely. never let that stop you. And 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 it's amazing to see how much you have done, you know, music wise. And and so, have you done a a, a CD, a capoeira CD, or? I done uh, two capoeira CDs, three, three capoeira CDs. Um, when I started, cara, when I started, I I literally write, I write since I was nine years old. You know, like um, in the school, having I used to get like I used to fall in, I used to be in love with one girl, so I had her name down, and I used to get <laughs> the letters, the letters of her name, and transform to poems okay. to make so. Look, but look at the creativity. I used to get the letters of her name and make a story, right? So I'll get the first letter, bam, bam, bam. You'd write something, and I used to, and I, I was always doing this, always doing this. So I started writing music and lyrics and stories, literally. Like um, I would just find, like if I go back to my mom, my mom's house, she have a box of some of my letters, and I literally just get a paper and I would write stories down. So my writing comes from very young age. That's nice. We, weaving capoeira, of course, uh, everything is trainable, especially yeah. writing. And of course, if you have the talent attached to your, to want to do it, your talent attached to your training. So if you have, yes. if you are a talent person and you attach that to your training, you become amazing. But yeah. even if you don't have the talent, but you train, if you train, you become an amazing oh, yeah. in that subject because you trained, you practice, you study. And that's, so I attached my, my, I wanted to write yeah. to my talents of writing to discover eventually that I, I was good at putting words together. Right. For example, I got choice. Like, for example, I, I record two songs with Mastoni Vargas, for example. Wow. <coughs> and I say this in one of the books, there is a book, the Capoeira, the Mestres, uh, the Capoeira, the Tributo aos Mestres Capoeira, and uh, Maxwell had uh, asked me to write a story about Mastoni Vargas. And I wrote this story. Uh, when I was nine years old, I remember Mastoni going to Guaratinguetá and sing with that powerful voice, you know, like, like we yeah. comment on the beginning of the, of the video how the event was, the event was full, a lot of people. And I remember Mr. Tony Vargas singing, Oh, me leva, morena, me leva. Oh, me leva, put your bangalô. Me leva, morena, me leva. Yeah. And I remember, and I was thinking, whoa. Yeah. And years later, years later, 25, 30 years, years later, him singing one song that I wrote, thinking of him singing. So I record, yeah. I record, I, I did one song and I showed him. Cara, just said, Mestre, would like to show you this song. Was the first song was, oh, very nice. Da, da, da. And then he, he, he said to me, go to the room and get me a guitar. Right? And yeah. I gave him the song. Because when I was writing the song, I said, I'm going to write this. And I would love Mestre Tony Vargas to sing this song. 
So when I wrote it, I wrote for him to sing, thinking, him singing. And um, I, remember, I remember going to the room to get a guitar and he had the lyrics in his hands. And I remember hearing him going, like already rum, uh, humming the, the song. And I was thinking, fuck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking, yeah. oh my God, man. I was thinking, he is, so it was my dream from Guaratingueta 30 years back, writing a song. Remember my writing, writing, writing. So, so it was, you, you, you wrote the song for, from actually 20, 30 years before? Or, or no, no, no. I wrote the song a uh, couple of years ago, five, okay. six years ago. Okay. But it was that experience of, of meeting him. And, and... Exactly. I never, I mean, Mestoni is a celebrity in Capoeira. Yeah. I never thought that Mestoni would one day record my music. I mean, who, who am I? I know, I know my place as a capoeirista. That's why I'm very comfortable to write, to record, to do music, and to speak about capoeira, to go to capoeira events, because I'm very comfortable who I am and where I am as a capoeirista. You know, yeah. when I'm around all the masters, I know who I am and my place. As a, I know where to sit or not yeah. to sit on the capoeira roda. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. when Mestoni came to my house and I, show, I showed him the song and he liked the song and he said to me, no, I like it. Let's go to the studio. And then going to the studio together and learning from him on the studio how you sing. How you, how you project your voice to the yeah. microphone in a studio. I mean, the experience of being with Tony Vargas in a studio alone, recording a song of, that, of mine that I wrote. So this, yeah. for me, Beautiful, was yeah. like, boo. So imagine if I, if I stopped from the first moment when, when I started writing Capoeira songs, when someone told me, no, 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 you should stop. No, it's not nice. Oh, why you do like this? And I stopped yeah. because I cared what other people were thinking of yeah, my that's, writing. That's totally. Do you understand? It, 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 it totally. I mean, I, for example, this, this, uh, I started a few, five years ago, I started, you know, I have this, this beautiful work in Indonesia, amazing, talented capoeiristas there. And, uh, you know, but it, it's a country that is quite far away. And, you know, it, it was really hard for them to, to pay for me to go and to bring a guest, you know, and, and then I, I decided, you know, because it was so amazing, the energy of the guys there. I mean, you, you've probably been to Indonesia. You've I've been there the one time. There. Uh, uh, and I thought, you know, this place is so amazing. Bali is so amazing. And, and I, the idea of doing Kapura Mileva Bali, you know, which was crazy. It was like, okay, I'm going to do something and I'm going to bring, uh, uh, instead of doing a weekend, I'm going to do a week-long event. But we're not going to do just capoeira. We're going to go around. And it was like kind of mixing a tour, you know, but not just as a tourist. I mean, you, you work in the tourist industry and you know that you can have an experience. You know, as a tourist, you can go to a nice hotel and you're going to have one experience that's kind of sold to you. But when you, <laughs> when you, when you go to, to, to know a place through the people who live there. Who lives there. And, and it's a total different insight. And, I, and that's why I think, oh, so Capoeira is also not just, it's a great way to, to get to know place. Because that's what I used to do. You know, when I, first time I went to South Africa, uh, uh, you know, Tracy, she's from South Before, I went a week before she. And, and what I did is I connected with some local Capoeiristas. And I said, look, I'm a Capoeira teacher. I would like to go if you, 
you know, can work something out. And it was amazing because I, I got to go to Durban in this place and, and, and get to see. So I really found this connection. And then I said, okay, now I'm going to bring Mestre Cordeon there. You know, which was like, okay, I did one year just with myself and some of the students and really worked because I was like, okay, I'm going to do a different setup. I'm going to do charge a little more because I'm going to do way more. I'm going to put transport on a whole setup, advertising. Like I never did, you know, I had no experience. I had as much experience as the next guy on how to do video, how to do advertising. And I got into, you know, that's everything you can ask, you can find nowadays and and uh, you no know, targeting and stuff and i'm still learning a lot i'm, I'm by no means uh, uh, a professional on this but I, it just worked you know i had a lot of guys that were my students but a lot of guys came from other place people who got the advert and and went there and then next year i did it with mesh accordion and it was amazing and it, it was always that kind of because it's scary <laughs> right you you go into somewhere and try to something new and but Capoeira always kind of have this thing about having the fear. You know, it's like the song of Mestre Tony. Capoeira yeah. é, é, é dosar, como é que é? É dosar bem a coragem, né? É se respeitar o medo e, e dosar bem a coragem. It's to respect fear and, and, and weigh well your courage. You know, but so, so it is the, the, the challenge, you know. And it, again, his music, you know, it's, it's amazing talking about Mestre Tony because... His poetry has, you know, since young and also older, you know, when you are alone, I was alone in Scotland and his songs, his lyrics, his poetry really helped me go through, you know, like the dark of the winter. And, and so it, it was really, really nice. But uh, yeah, and it's such, it's such a nice, you know, that's why, you know, you reach a certain age and also time is the biggest teacher right you 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 learn okay you look back and it's like oh i wish i i knew what i know now then you know and what i could have done because you're talking about hard work and skill and i i, I like to think well i i think that I, I was a kind of a skilled guy but i wasn't really keen i, I worked hard you know at some point but now you really so okay how much more hard work i can do and 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 I, you really feels the difference of like, you know, of course skill is important, but I think like the the determination of of going and and persisting and and working just you know against all the odds and and working out and trying to forget everything else that is around. It's such an important uh, quality to have because I really I really I literally I know masteries who are masters now but back in the day he was a little bit you know in the 80s you were a little bit chubby people were not pc people say oh go and do judo you know you have no other body for capoeira and the guy went to train with another master and today is a master is doing amazing work so i think that the, the capacity of of doing what you want and focus on that despite of the odds is 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 as important or even maybe more important than skill because I've, I've seen a lot of skilled capoeiristas that seem to be able to do stuff just effortless and still they didn't go anywhere or they stopped because easy come easy go that kind because of because there, there was there is it's like you said and there is when this happens when the is not connected the your 
your training, your talent. It doesn't matter if you're just a mathlet capoeiristas, but if you have no clarity where you want to get to it, yeah. as a capoeirista or as a professional, in anything that you do in your life, if you have no clarity where you want to get to it, yeah. or at least, like you said, you might not know yet where you want to get to it, but you at least know the things that you don't want. So like yeah. that, you put yourself in the, in the track into get your destination, even yeah. if that destination change as you start to go towards point yeah. B. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, some, sometimes it's just, it's just not his thing. You know, you have had students that are like, God, this guy really could, you can, you know that he could do much more if he just, you know, train one more time a week, you know. It's because, it, it's because, the, uh, it, it, maybe it's not his thing, but at the same time, there are other guys who have much more limitations and they are, you know, they are there, they through. are working, yeah. But this but is it's this. that thing, they have already clarity in the things that they want. Some yeah. people, I have, so, I have students that sometimes they just come because they want to lose weight. Other people just because they want to find friends. Other people, capoeira is a magnet that brings people from different yeah, aspects different. of life, yeah, sure. different backgrounds of life. So when they come to capoeira, they come for a reason. When they start to understand and acknowledge what there is, the world that capoeira is, and then they, and then there will be a separation. There will be the capoeiristas who want to become capoeiristas. They want music. They want to learn. They yeah. want to try. They want to do. They want to follow the mastery. And will be the students who are, want to be there. They will help the academy. They will help the group. They will help the mess. But they don't want to be a capoeirista. They don't want to travel yeah. the world. They don't want to have a capoeira name. They, they want to be a student. They want to train, get fit, go home, find yeah. their friends, go out. For, they want capoeira as a social. And we, as a teachers, we, should, we have to understand that. That yeah, not that everybody who's going to go inside your class will be your disciple. Yeah. Do you know? Nice. So it's different, different era, different era, different understanding as well. Ah, another thing that I was checking the other day, I was going through your profile. And I saw the, the Capoeira Solidaria that you guys are doing. Yeah. What, what is that about? The whole, the whole concept. Uh, I know it's about the, you know, the Iran, uh, that you guys were doing something there. You went there for an event as well. No, um, yeah, it was, it, it's, it's a different things. Like when, when I was like in my 20, 21, I, I, I had an experience with Capoeira, you know, because I really felt like basically there was an opportunity to teach in a favela just around my, my, just like a few. Your yard, neighborhood. Uh, yeah, in my neighborhood. It's actually, the, 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 I live in a house, like Group Sanzala, in a way, it's all in, in uh, Santa Teresa, or most of them were. You know, like uh, my father lived here, uh, so his was just behind in the next door. Mesh Garrincha was the street below. Mesh Peixinho had a house in the, in the next uh, uh, hill, in the next favela, Falete. And uh, at some at some point, it, it came the opportunity to teach capoeira there. You know, the thing is that Paletti, it was like another. You know, Rio has this thing that you can have law and order down the hill, but when you go up the hill, is another order. You know, is another yeah. law. The, the the drug dealers kind of run the place. You know, is still like 
I would say, if you think about the Quilombos, it's like a, the evolution of what a Quilombo was, different set of rules. It's kind of like the, the presence of the state is not very clear. But basically what it meant is that I was teaching there. It was not clear at all. Yeah. The, 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 when, when I was teaching there, I would have, you know, sometimes local drug dealers watching the class, like kids that were a bit younger than me, but had like a rifle that was bigger than his leg and they would watch the class, you know, and just for me to be there, I realized like now I am a true citizen of, of Rio de Janeiro because I, I could be in Ipanema, you know, I could be in my uncle's house in a nice place of Rio, but I also, you know, was teaching there and I felt like this work is really important, you know, like it's, it's amazing. And then at the same time, I got another project. That one was a project that I was doing, uh, being paid for in a NGO in Ipanema, in a, in a, in a place that was supposed to be like a five-star hotel in Cantagallo. But because of the favela nearby, the project never went ahead. And then the whole structure with like heli helipads, you know, like massive rooms and stuff, theater and stuff, that all became a community center. So I was teaching there 55 kids. Imagine that you arrive 20, long hair, you know, look like what they call in Brazil, like a playboy, you know, like long hair, from the beach and, and I had to teach those kids that were from different favelas there and what I did is I start taking my kids from the, the favela that I was teaching and taking them there and then I realized something crazy is that the kids from they, they don't really get out of their ghetto you know no. they go from their house to the school and then there is a rivalry between rival favelas with rival gangs, rival gangs. and then they don't really go out they are scared and when they had the opportunity of going to another place, man, it was crazy. I used to have like a a, a, a state, you know, a, a station wagon, like a, a is a, a Belina. Uh, it's fun. like a Ford Granada in 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 England, I guess. Yeah, no, no, what's that? It's a Belina, né? Yeah, it's a car with a, a big uh, uh, boot, you know. Like a Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, so I used to put 13 kids <laughs> and there was like a massive party ah, just because they were going through the, oh, going through the tunnel. And then you realize, wow, these kids, they don't really get to go much, you know? And, uh, I, but I was young and basically that experience really had an impact on me. And I really Stuck wanted to, you, to, to do something else. You know, like when I went abroad to, to, to Scotland initially, I really was connecting with, uh, you know, trying to support different causes, but I never, I, I wanted to, to use the experience I had in Brazil and, and support that, you know, and try to do something that would make a, a more lasting difference because all of the kids that I did, you know, you, you, when you start doing that, you have the impression that you're young, that everybody's going to become capoeirista. I was 20, right? But out of those kids, I think one of them became a capoeiristas, you know. But it's it's not about social work. It's not about making capoeiristas. Is is it's about transforming them, them giving them yeah, hope. Not just hope. You need something no hope, to no. do. Giving no, them it's something to, re to do. It's trying to make them to help them to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To reinvent themselves within the society. So this to cut this long story short. 
you know, after doing others for different uh, uh, causes, I, I, I definitely I decided, well, let's, let's see what kind of work is happening in Brazil. Actually, this was a friend of mine, 2016, he sent me a message and he asks me, uh, man, listen, how is it going on? I, I'm going to do a, a batizado in the end of the year and I need some, some, some help to buy the uniform and, and the courts for the kids. Could you help me? I said, At the time here in Cambridge, no, I have a small group. But I said, look, what I can do is I can do an end of the year event and I will cook a feijoada and I will tell the guys that, look, I'm going to sell this feijoada for a fiver. Uh, the kids can come in and we'll do like a roda. We do a kid's roda, the adult's roda. Everybody pay five pounds and we'll take this money and, and send it to them. And, you know, with like 15 or, or I think it was 15 or 20 feijoada sold, it uh, it uh, we we raise enough money for 20 kids t-shirts and the and the cords and that was 2016 on the next year i went to brazil and i went to meet his his work and i went to meet all the three works and then 2018 i i i did it again but i did it with three other guys actually two other guys master pele in turin my student here instructor uh, christos in, in grantham and we did an online one. And then we supported four uh, community groups with, uh, with uh, 80 odd trousers, capoeira trousers. And then I did not manage to do anything in 2019, you know. And then when the, 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 this thing hit, the, 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 pandemic. The, the pandemic hit, I was like, man, we have to do something, you know. So, but I, it's like, okay, right now the situation in Brazil was, was, was bad, you know, at the beginning of the year, June, uh, May, June, and said, so let's raise money to buy food baskets, you know, Sexta Basca for, for the communities that are there, but let's try to, to map, you know, because the way to, you know, I wanted to start getting to know more what is happening in Brazil. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm going to try to, first, the project Capoeira Solidaria, basically is three main goals <coughs> is to give an initial support with, with the social works that have been done in brazil giving them supplying them with a, a few food baskets we are in exchange mapping the different initiatives maybe if they don't need the food baskets we we are wanting to map whatever in different uh, regardless of group regardless of, of style and, uh, and uh, the third one was through the information on the profile that we make, we could give them uh, some, uh, to show them the way, you know, because we, I started to understand that there were groups, uh, initiatives, projects with more experience, you know, and there were other ones, there was the majority of them who are just, you know, guys who take the, the responsibility of being the leaders in their community and, and giving that time, the effort to, to work, you know, just without any, putting anything on paper, totally, totally informal. And they go there and they, they are, you know, giving that time and teaching. And then it's like, okay, we can exchange the information because even when I started, you know, in my 20s, and I said to the guys, look, I'm going to get to my students. I'm going to give you the uniform. You can pay me slowly and, you know, we'll do like this. But I never really, I was inexperienced. I never really 
told them how I expect them to look after the uniform, the importance of the uniform, how uh, what happened. In three months, the uniform was totally gone because they would, you know, use the uniform use all the time. They would go and jump over, you know, a fence, or whatever, and the uniform was destroyed. And and then I realized that by asking the questions to the four groups initially, like, okay, the exchange of experience, they 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 told each other how they were dealing with those challenges. So basically, every single project they have to pass through some stages of development and the idea is to gather the information for the most experienced and show to the young ones you know or to the more young projects how to 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 achieve so it's it's been a, 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 a that's the journey that i've been we've, we've mapped i mapped like 28 projects and uh, we are here we are raising money you know we are raising money through workshops we did a workshop with mr cordeon Mestre Boca did one as well. We did, I think, four workshops. Now we have a collective of different mestres who are supporting the idea. And uh, we have uh, a Capoeira CD that we put it together. That's really, really good. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you to you have a listen. And we are coming up with uh, two ideas for gifts for Christmas. You know, we want to do mm. like a mem memory game that we're gonna share with, uh, you know, put like 24 old masteries and, nice. and and everything is downloadable. The CD is downloadable, the, the this memory game is downloadable, you can make it your home. So it's more designed. Uh, this is why we are now looking also for the project ambassadors. And that's why I wanted to do this uh -huh. conversation with you. So it's a, it's a, it's a digital, it's a digital yeah. uh, game. Yeah, everything is downloadable. Like you, you, we we are not selling anything because to print the CDs cost to print to make a, a physical actual game is cost. You know, <coughs> we are also doing a, a capoeira coloring book. Nice. And uh, the idea is to reach out to, to different capoeira masters, capoeira instructors that have worked with kids and that want to link their work to our initiative. You know, so we build a network the same way we yeah. are building a network in Brazil of what we what is happening in projects in Brazil and try to understand each individual one of where they are in the in this development stage. We also want to make tell the community abroad and say, look, this is what we are doing. Do you want to support this? Because it's just a good gift idea is a good cause. We're doing yeah. this in a transparent way. You know, I'm. I'm doing, trying to keep all the money that we keep in. I'm showing, like, look, this is the transfer that I'm doing. And everything is happening informal. But I feel that as it grows, it will have to become something formal. Just like the projects in Brazil needs to be formalized, this yeah. initiative needs to be formalized. So the idea is, is I'm, you know, I'm reaching out to you in... in uh, Cyprus, is it Cyprus that you are? Cyprus, Cyprus. Yeah. Uh, I call my friend in Australia. So the idea is to have different ambassadors and they can say, look, my group, my my school. my initiative, my school is supporting Capoeira Solidaria. And then the idea is to have different guys helping out, you know, and, and also to, to, to make more people aware of the of this initiative because initial capoeira is very the network networking yeah and and, and, and getting to to the, a bigger audience and talking to different guys 
you know so i'm first reaching out to my friends and then i'm gonna reach out to other guys that i don't know so well but i think it's so important to do this networking and, and so that's the journey that i've been doing in the in the in the lockdown it's very nice it's very nice and um when this lockdown was was good for for people to reinvent themselves and to find solutions and ways to help others and there is, if there is a purpose if there is a purpose to life um is give is to yeah. help is to yeah. support if we go through if you go through a life that in the end nobody you didn't change nobody else's life because of your existence your existence was not worth it in that way you have to go through a life where you look back and many other lives was directly or indirect change helped supported by your initiative by your the things that you did towards those people and that's why the importance of to support help care and because more you give more you give the genuine you more yeah. you give genuine to people more you will more you will have in return that is immaterial or in uh, emotional so yeah. you if you give don't worry you will get back either is in money wise either is in happiness wise emotional wise what and it's true it's, it might sound very cliche but whatever you plant you harvest it depends how yeah. you give it's how you're gonna get back so we, supporting what you saw yeah for sure exactly and definitely you not only me i believe that anybody who is listening to this podcast or, li or watching this video if you understand in them if you know where capoeira comes from and what capoeira exactly. stands for where capoeira comes from and what and what capoeira stands for capoeira that's why there is no place if you are somebody who sees somebody someone in need someone in 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 desperate need for help or someone being mistreated disrespectful uh, miss uh, being treated with racism whatever it is if you are a capoeirista you cannot just stand and look you do capoeira an art that come out uh, from oppression and all this you know everything from from the slavery uh, uh, yeah from all the people that were enslaved in Brazil and so capoeira stands for that against oppression against um, uh, any sort of uh, prejudice yeah. racism so I mean you you should you have to be in a place where you offer your help you offer your support i mean that's what capoeira is right yeah that's yeah. what capoeira is I, i i i like to say that capoeira is the is the antidote you know because antidote. If, if you think about where capoeira came from you know capoeira came from this brutal system of oppression slavery Bravo, and, that. And, and how slavery was implemented you know brazil was a country where with most of the you know like of, if you take every single african that were enslaved and take to the the whole continent of america half went to brazil just to give the proportion of all the countries 
half went to Brazil. And, and uh, you know, so you, you, you cannot take this context out of capoeira. It's, it's the, the very, the, but the reason capoeira survived is because it took the, the, the you know, this, this system was implemented because you used to divide the guys. So you say like in a big farm, you would have the guys who would have the, the toughest work, like working in the fields. Then there would be guys who had like a, a better job that would be maybe uh, enforcing the policy, you know, to be the Capitão do Mato. Then there were other guys who were inside the, the, the Casa Grande working with the master and having some, some, and they kind of, so they were dividing them, you know. So Capoeira comes and naturally reverses all that because it brings people together, you know, like slavery was also uh, uh, based on this, idea of superiority of hatred you know and and giving a, a religious uh, interpretation why they should be so capoeira takes this and and reverses everything you know it's like as an antidote you know so if it's about division that this system works we in capoeira we're gonna bring people together regardless of where you're coming from or how much you have and what you believe what's your religion you know and and it it's instead of getting this hatred of what is different is about accepting and like bringing together and love so i really think that capoeira is this natural you know capoeira was persecuted not so long ago it was illegal until the 1950s and today is the biggest uh, export cultural export of brazil just like samba had the same thing yeah. in the afro religion but you so know why it's capoeira, a capoeira only survived Capoeira only survived. Capoeira only survived and will survive in adapt. Exactly, because o, o, us capoeiristas, the people that the practice capoeira, the, the art, have an ability to adapt, to, to, to improvise. Yeah, It's the totally. game tells us we have the ability to improvise. And to adapt to any sort of, and that's why capoeira fits any in any countries, anywhere in the world. Yeah, capoeira sure. is basically is the reflex, is the reflex of society. Reflection. That's why capoeira in Brazil, capoeira is, is the same everywhere. Okay, don't get me wrong here. Capoeira is the same ever, everywhere, but the reflex of the capoeira in your country. Is different the reflex the capoeira the reflection of the capoeira yeah, in Brazil is different yeah. capoeira in reflect reflect of capoeira in Indonesian is because society there is different is different yeah. capoeira inside yeah. the the Karandiru the is is different the capoeira in the in where what was the name there in Lebanon is different capoeira in Israel capoeira a capoeira yeah. is the same the movements are the same the the art is the same yes they because reflect. it's the elements right like the the different Bra. guys whoever is in the harder makes the the outcome exactly know? That's, that's why from the moment that i was a guy that would like to pick like find oh look at that what that guy did there how did he do that So the guy playing in the harder, he automatically is influencing you if you are looking, and and with exactly. a curious, with a curious, curious eyes, you know, like of trying to understand. So, whoever is in the harder influencing the outcome, 
But for example, in Guaratinguetá, I want to... Go on. For example, in Guaratinguetá, I went to a roda one time in the hill where I, I come from. Um, and it was a roda, a street roda there, for example. And one guy, one guy said to me, oh, can I play in the roda? Said to Mesentor, Mesentor said, oh, ask Casquinha, because Casquinha is leading the roda here in the hill where everything was a little bit chaotic there. You know, Shatter Town, Slum, yeah. all that kind of thing. And, the guy, and I said to the guy, yes, of course, let's play together. The guy take a gun a gun out of his waist, put on the floor, put on the floor and go to play capoeira with me, okay? Imagine this happen in Europe. It doesn't happen. No, so, it does not. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So the capoeira is the reflex of the society that we live in. So if yeah. we, in England, you will not see a guy taking a gun. So the experience, the environment is different. Yes, totally. Do you know what I'm saying? So totally. capoeira, why yeah. capoeira survived and, in and England the, the, as the, much capoeira survived in Brazil? Because we are adaptable, because we are we we are we have the ability to improvise, to adapt with the with the environment and everything, and that's why capoeira will always survive. For sure, and and also it influenced capoeira in Brazil. Like capoeira came to Europe, it started working a different way, and it made capoeira in a, in a way work in a more not I don't want to say professional because to say that it was not good before but it, it, it start operating different no but it's, you you could say that it's different because yeah. prof when we start as a you don't it, professional when you are professional some things you're earning money with that if no, anything used that to earn do, money before but what, what i'm saying is that the the this it was a habit of like say the batizado starts at 12 you would know at least in Rio you could arrive easily two hours after. Maybe we put the uh, there is still was be became a, a more instruction. You know? We instructor it, it, it. Yeah, instructor and so so this really changed, you know. And they also the setup of the event because people were in Brazil. A lot of people were making capoeira as a hobby, or they would teach in the academy and they would go into an event just for the pleasure of going. And in Europe it was hard because things cost money but also the guy was working on the weekends and he was making his living out of this so it became okay so if you go here we'll i'll pay your ticket i'll give you some money and it has to be three days long sometimes there were events in other places that were like a few days but most of the event the batizado would be like a, a day you know a day man. and, and this, we would we would pay our own money to go to those events just to change a t-shirt yeah yeah, this is true. But uh, but uh, the idea of solidarity is also is is about I think is about being human, you know. Because there are still, of course, today there is not slavery, you know. I mean, there is not far away from here, you know. But uh, there's a different way of it. Today, it's, people it, are enslaved in their mind. In their mind, in the debt, you know. So. Uh, uh, the different it's like you're having to compete against each slavery other. is slavery today it's 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 um it's is is disguised by many things yeah it, it changes as well the, the 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 idea of how it's done but what I, what I, what i'm saying is that capoeira goes really into the I, into the heart of the system that is like yeah. the game itself you have to play with a guy so you cannot fight the guy. You have to play with the guy to have a good game. But it is... So there is a, 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 a kind of like 
we need to interact. We're not there to destroy the other one. You know, but at the same time, it gives you the tools to become a martial artist if you if you want to focus too much on that. But the game is a game. So I think Capoeira has many lessons still to do. And, and the idea of solidarity, I think the Capoeira community doesn't really have full awareness of its reach. You know, yeah. like we are very group based, which is cool. There's not a problem with that. But I think we're like, OK, let's think now outside our group sphere let's let's think about let's let's focus our potential in understanding what is happening in brazil and let's think together collectively how to make it better you know and this is the trip that i that i have been doing in in the in the in this and also what i wanted to say is this is because the pandemic also starts it's like a revolution right i I, think i believe that's so I because believe so. I, I don't know how it was in Cyprus, but here the government, if you pay, I pay my taxes as a self-employed. So the government is giving me uh, throughout this year, pretty much is giving me not as much as I normally make, but it's giving me like, say, now I'm going to receive 85% of what I earned. And th- so th- this idea of basic income, because there's a lot of people who say, oh, basic income is going to pay, is going to make people lazy. You know, people yeah. don't want to work. And that's bullshit. Because look at my example. From the moment that my survival is is guaranteed, I, okay, I have this time now. I cannot do as much as I was doing before. So I'm automatically, me and some of my friends, and, and now you are like, okay, let's, let's see what's happening in Brazil. So we are doing, we did already, we dropped, uh, delivered 420 food baskets, you know, in over 20, 22 communities, you know, in over five states. And we are expanding, you know. Of course, it's something that takes a while because you need other people to help. There's a website and things are growing. But, uh, you know, this is it's, it's really exciting to see this. And it's not about just giving the fish. We also we want to instruct to allow them because in Brazil there is there there are ways for them to get funding just like here there is but yeah. a lot of people we are wanting to understand why it's not happening and and helping them to to get there to get there yeah amazing amazing the the the, the movements that you are doing um, I believe I I strongly believe on this that you were saying now because I I. The community of Capoeira is so big, so big that man. the people, the day, this didn't happen yet, but the day the Capoeirista understand yeah. the power that we have as a community, yeah. we, are bigger, we are bigger than a country. We are over 20 million practitioners of Capoeira in the world, over 160 countries. So that means that we have a very strong power as a community. But um, unfortunately, still, we are still by history. Eh? We still, we yeah. still bring it up the flag. Yeah. Exactly. Which attacks, it's okay, it's not a problem. But it's a part of the growing. It's a part, it's of, the part of the growing. But uh, I was writing that because capoeira, when people understand that, people will understand that the capoeira is self-sufficient. Meaning... Yeah that all the masters of capoeira, all the communities of capoeira 
should not be anymore, any longer dying because of having no money, because they have no money to help themselves help with health, health care. They cannot help food in their table. I mean, we are 20 million practice of capoeira. Imagine, just for example, that's, uh, that's a capoeira an artist come out, there is a CD of Mastoni. One person, only one person, buy one one song from Estonia, let's say. One song for one real. That would be 20 million reais. But well, where did you get this number of 20 million practice? When I saw this on the, you know, the Capoeira, um, Capoeira Illuminada, the, the, whoever did the, the, was the production of Capoeira Illuminada, when the movie starts, it says, and this when the movie came out, huh? over 20 million practice of Capoeira around the world, over 160 countries. Okay. So whoever took figure, that, yeah. now, whoever took that information in Brazil, apparently only in Brazil we are six million practice of capoeira. Yeah. Boy, capoeirista é, é yeah. muita gente. It's a lot of a lot people. Of people yeah. So, and you can understand the. I mean, is is power? It's too many. But the people have not yet have that understanding of this. So yeah. let's say you I get one well, CD man, of solidarity. Go on, sorry. <laughs> you have the CD coming out now, the, the game coming out now. If one per, one capoeirist donates one real to the cause, one real, every capoeirist in the world, you donate, I know, not even the whole capoeirist, half of it, you have 10 million reais. Do you understand? Yeah, potentially it's a the lot there. The potential, the potential is huge. I, I my, my thing is, is more to, to get their attention and show it. I want to earn. I don't want people to trust me. You know, I want to be, because uh, I'm, I'm being transparent in what I'm doing. Like okay. so far, what I'm doing, I'm trying to keep reg documenting this journey and putting stuff out and keep talking about more or less the same things. And then things change. You know, initially yeah. we were thinking about printing t-shirts, but then we realized, look, we're going to spend money to make t-shirts, to make 10 bucks or five bucks on a t-shirt. So maybe we can ask for donations. So we have, People can donate. People can buy the CD. We're soon gonna have other stuff, but uh, you know, I what think... you can do, what you can do, Pedro. Mm. There is one thing that you can do. It's an idea that you can do, which is, it might be very interesting. And you, it codes uh, printing on demand. Print on demand. Yeah, I, I, I heard about that. Print on demand. You can, you can have. As many different designs you have, anything for many, many different products. And you, the good things of this, that you don't need to... Uh, Make many t-shirts. No, no, no. You don't need to have no stock, nothing, zero stock. Anybody who buys from you, anybody who buy a t-shirt, the print on demand will print the t-shirt and send to the person's house straight. Nice. They buy a mug, they'll print the mug, they'll send to the, any product. So after, if you nice. want, I can give you, there is two sites and you can create a print-on-demand shop two, for sure. with different products, t-shirts, mugs, whatever. And this money that goes in there can go, it pays online. Everything's done digitally. Everything done is online. Anybody can, can support this by buying the products from the digital shop. They get the, the t-shirt, jumper, hoodies, anything. They get nice. printed, they get sent to their house. You don't get you don't get nothing to do with the making of the clothes, having the stock of the clothes. The only thing you do is 
create the design, upload the design. That's it. You don't nice. do nothing else. Everything get paid by digital in your bank account on your uh, PayPal. Goes to the PayPal of the, the 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 solidarity. It goes straight to the thing. So if you want, I can help you with that too. No, definitely. And, and and this is the beauty of this initiative, you know, because the more people I come into and they come with suggestion like yours, you know, like and I sound this because I did before two shops. So like with. Yeah. It, it's, so uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very, the only thing you need to do, you go there, you open your shop, you put the designs you want to put the design and then promote the design. Whoever buy the clothes, it goes straight. Of course, it, it, you put the price you want and you get percentage. You get yeah, a commission out yeah. of that, what you want. But no, I mean, is, because it's the cause, people, you don't need to have a stock. You don't need to spend money to make product. Yeah. Everything's done for you. No, it's a great idea, and this is why it's beautiful. is is the collective work. You know, when people give us insight, you know, there's so much we can do, and 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 this is also done on on this awareness. I mean, I looked into the group Senzala very essence when it started. You know, and it started. It had people from different backgrounds, different social classes that got together. And then they exploded because they got together, but they helped each other out. So it's it's a very, you know, solidarity, I think, is on a very key thing. I mean, even on yourself, you said you came from, a, 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 you started because Capoeira was put for you free, because the government, the local council was working together with your academy. So all these stories are, are so there in Capoeira, you know, and we just want to, I just want to keep is is talking about the same story and, and uh, making people understand and give them awareness. And if for any reason they don't want to go it, do it through us, they can do it directly with other projects, you know. Uh, uh, but the idea is to really to have this awareness of the positive impact Capoeira had in our lives. And, you know, if, if Capoeira changed you imagine what it could do if we focus all our potential in in making this you know thinking about how people are there in brazil and you know make that happen there so it's uh it's a it's been a great journey man and uh yeah thank you very much for for your time and what about you what what do you have you you've been doing some marketing stuff as well right yeah man i do a lot of stuff, you know me since 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 ever. Yeah. I do, you know. I I'm I'm very creative person that I cannot keep for myself because otherwise I'll go crazy. My mind is working constantly, doing one million things. So you got, you know that I work I work with an, an IT company. I I'm a capoeira master. I have my capoeira school. I do my CDs. I write book, and um, now I am It's been since the pandemic started actually for the past year. I'm studying digital marketing and I'm working uh, already. I'm doing a lot of stuff. So many of you that see a lot of stuff that I'm creating online that is not related to Capoeira is because I'm working with marketing. Um, I like because it's something that it have to do with my character is to speak to people, is to give people yeah. advice, help people with how to finding ways to survive and to reinvent themselves like those things i just told you about uh, having a new shop online earning find ways to earn money online working online so uh, it's very nice it's to do with marketing and i'm bringing those things to capoeira as well to help capoeira professionals yeah. who want to work and professionalize more the capoeira 
Uh, I'm helping people with that as well. Uh, but basically, it's to creating websites, creating videos, creating uh, yeah. posts, creating uh, uh, um, I actually, advertisements. I saw, I saw one of yours. You know, you, I asked you, man, your, your, your thumbnails are really cool. How do you do this? And then you, you told me I, I, I used another program, but you showed me that one. And I, I'm going to... Okay, so there is always something yeah. new to learn, and this exactly. is the beauty of and all of this, and all of this is my mom used. To, my mom always say something very interesting. She always told me, eh, Rodrigo, eh, aprender não ocupa espaço na sua mente. Eh, learning will never occupy space in your mind. Meaning, learning as much as you can, yeah. because that will make yeah. you grow. It will make you make you go far. So anything like I try, I'm doing, and now on. In January, for five months, I'm starting a, new, uh, a, a, a certified course with a huge company in America to become certified, a consultant certified as market marketeer. So uh, I'm, I'm really doing this growing, to, be, yeah. to growing, to get better on this so I can help more people, not only capoeiristas, but help people in general yeah. with things that uh, I believe I can. Like I told you, if we go through a life that we look back and we didn't help others, there was no point to exist. Yeah. So if there is a purpose to something, it's to help other, the person next to you. And remember, whatever you plant, you're going to harvest. So more people will yeah. help, more you will be helped. More people, you know, I think I believe on that. Cool. Man, I'd like to thank you so much for your time. It's been a great conversation. I think we had... Uh already uh, over just about an hour and uh, yeah let's let's we, keep in touch i will i will be send me i'm gonna add your links you want to share here in the description of the episode and uh yeah man let's keep let's keep this this uh, this connection between you know our group and the community work that we are doing because i think everybody's kind of trying to keep as good as they can the connection with the students, with the students, no, right? I think and the I think connection. this conversation is is really important because it shows, like, look, we are community based. We want to do something, you know, what we stand. And for. the connection, the connection is capoeira first of yeah. above all, above groups, above anything. The first yeah. thing I look when you come, let's do this interview. Is the first thing I think. The first thing is, Pedro, caramba, cara, how much I miss you. <laughs> to see you and but do you understand the first thing i think it's you is the person yeah is the how much i miss you how's your family how's your kids i care for you and then after i think the group uh pedro a master of capoeira from group senzala yeah, yeah. no this is all nice but above anything is who like when i do capoeira events and i i want to bring you to cyprus i don't bring you Mess Pedro from Group Senzala here. I bring my friend Pedro, who be, who happened to be a capoeira mestre, and will come to share something with my capoeira group, my capoeira community. But that's why capoeira, like when you invited me to go to your house, when we went to Scotland and we stayed there for one week or two weeks, I don't remember now, doing a capoeira show in the Scotland. Yeah performs there on the, on the festival or something yeah. or happened, I remember. But you didn't go just because 
I am from group blah blah blah. No, you call oh, me because I'm friends. I, yeah, a friend. We, we, we did through Capoeira. So we, people yeah. need to understand this. You support, and if, and you support in the cause. The reason why he's doing this, the 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 amount of people. You, how many people I'm gonna reach by buying this CD, by downloading this thing, by connecting this event, by helping the Capoeira Solidarity. How many people I'm reaching? How many people I'm helping? Yeah. Or forget about I'm helping group Senzal or I'm helping no, group no, no, Mestre it's, it's, uh, it's no. totally without You are helping group, yeah. people. You so try to see beyond the name, beyond the flag, beyond the try to understand the cause, the reasons why we are doing this. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Man. So yeah, anybody who'd exactly. like to connect with man, me is gonna be a so link below your... I think. I'm gonna leave there. I'm a mess. Mestre Pedro gonna leave two links there. One link from my capoeira, yeah, yeah. my capoeira, capoeira YouTube or Instagram or whatever, and yeah, my you other can put one. All the links you want. There is no restriction. You can put all. Uh, the links and you, you can want put a link people... there from my from my marketing resource. Anybody would like to learn anything about marketing, whatever, get in touch with me. It's gonna be the link down there, yeah. and we can. I get already learned, well. like I said, so it's it's been really good. So you guys oh, can man, get connected also. Thank you very much, and uh, let's Mano, stay and in touch. Until the next time. Valeu. Until the next time. And uh, just before you go, as usual, we'll do the little update on Capoeira Solidaria. And uh, we should be launching any moment now. I don't know when this, when I managed to, to get it you know, uploaded. But uh, the memory game is going to be on. The coloring book, the CD, Capoeira Solidaria CD is already available. We managed to reach one more city in Brazil, the city of Fortaleza. And uh, we delivered that 20, 20 foot baskets. You know, it's gonna make a, a, a good, uh, a positive impact for 20 families. You know, uh, Fortaleza is one more group that uh, we made this connection with. It's uh, Mestre Clark. He's from Grupo Negaça in Fortaleza. You know, he's a disciple of Mestre Chitonzinho. My next door neighbor almost, he lives in the, in the village nearby. We are actually quite close to each other, but we don't really seem to be able to catch each other. But, uh, you know, so that, that's, that's what we are now. We are trying to, we're looking out for also Capoeira ambassadors, the Capoeira Solidaria ambassadors, people who want to support the project a little bit more. You know, as usual, you can find all the information on senzala.co.uk. We've been uh, attacking on two fronts on the project. We want to raise money, so it's important that, you know, trying to get the, the, the CD to sell. Every single CD is a food basket for a family of four that can last up to 20 days. Um, and at the same time, we want to map the other projects that are happening in Brazil. We know there are a massive amount of, of projects happening in Brazil, but not there is not a single database, and that's what we want to do. We want to put this database together and uh, so we can have an idea of how Kapur is working in the communities and, uh, you know, be able to, to intermediate between, you know, the needs of the projects and put them in connection with the funding that is available through the government there. And uh, this is where the Capoeira Solidarity is growing. So let us know. And 
if you want to be a, a Capoeira Solidar ambassador, you know, we have a number of, of uh, those two products that I told you about that is, uh, you know, for, for kids. Uh, the second one is the memory game with the old masters. And, you know, we're going to have a little, a little scan QR code, QR code where you're going to be able to scan it and get the basic information of uh, famous masters uh, of Capoeira. And, uh, yeah, that's where we are at. So let me know your thoughts. If you have any suggestions as well for Capoeira Solidarity, is always more than welcome. Thank you, and until next time, Asha. <laughs> Let me, 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 let me,